0: Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello, you're listening to The Chaser Report for Monday the 18th of July. I'm Charles Firth and that's it. I'm the only person here because unfortunately every single other person in our organisation is completely sick. So it's just me, me and the microphone, me and you. Let's just smash this out. This will be good. This is a great episode uh, because you're in for a bit of a treat. What I'm going to do is I'm going to actually read you out uh, some of the Chaser newspaper 100th edition that came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, We're going to have a look at uh, the Chaser Guide to the Australian Media, a bit of a wrap around uh, all the different media organisations that are available in Australia. We'll get into it straight after this. The Chaser Report, news you know you can't trust. And now something very special for our podcast listening audience, The Chaser Guide to the Australian Media. The Australian media has the most concentrated media market in the democratic world. It's dominated by three main players, Nine Entertainment, News Corp and Friendly Geordie's. Uh, Between them, News Corp and Nine account for 90.6% of Australian newspaper circulation in Australia, which does sound quite dominating, but pales in comparison to the size of Friendly Geordie's ego. So here's a guide to the major players in the Australian news media in 2022. Okay, and we'll start with News Corp. Nowadays, News Corp is little more than a right-wing version of GetUp, but young readers may not realise that uh, News Corp used to actually be considered a media company. Officially listed as a for-profit company, the company is actually a public broadcaster, as it depends mainly on government handouts to stay afloat. It employs over 8,000 staff nationwide, including almost three proper journalists. Formerly the kingmaker of Australian news media, Uh, the ageing owner Rupert Murdoch made the crucial mistake of letting his son Lachlan manage News Corp's political coverage during the recent federal election, uh, presumably because he hadn't watched Succession yet. The heir apparent Lachlan then spent the first five months jetting back and forth between Australia and the United States and bringing with him all his inherited genius to oversee News Corp's election coverage. As a result, the Murdoch media suffered its first defeat in an Australian election in more than five decades. Uh, It didn't help that Lachlan decided early on that all the staff should only use one-till phones during the campaign. News Corp also has a satirical arm, Sky News, which is a 24-hour character comedy, which parodies a real news network. The characters are completely unrealistic to the point of being cartoonish, including Uh, One character called Rowan Dean, who plays a dishevelled, drunk uncle character. Uh, Then there's Chris Kenny, who plays an always-wrong-about-everything dullard. And uh, Joe Hildebrand, who plays the classic man-child-with-a-raging-coke-habit character. News Corp also owns much of the cable network Foxtel. There have been concerns in recent years that the previous jewel in the crown of this empire uh, is now little more than a stranded asset. Uh, As a result, Foxtel has diversified into streaming services such as K.O., Binge and Flash. Uh, Though these services undercut Foxtel's cable offering, uh, the idea is to sell it off before the bubble in streaming services bursts. So a bit of a genius idea from Lachlan Murdoch. What he's going to do is just pump it up with a whole lot of streaming services and then sell it before anyone realises that streaming services are massive. Oh, wait a minute. It's ready already realised that it's too late. Anyway, well, maybe they can just get a, a government handout instead. Nowadays, the most successful News Corp division is the cancellation departments at the Australian newspaper, which is thriving. Uh, the key assets for News Corp are the Sky News, Herald Sun, Foxtel, Courier Mail, The Australian, The Advertiser, The Daily Telegraph and, of course, the Australian Liberal Party. Uh, its key liabilities is its CEO, Lachlan Murdoch. Moving on to Nine Entertainment Company. Now, Nine Entertainment is named after its flagship Channel 9 television station, which made history with the first television broadcast in Australia in 1956. The television industry has been going downhill ever since. While Channel 9 is nowadays known for its downmarket reality television formats such as The Block, Love Island, and Married at First Sight, It actually used to broadcast high-quality journalism, such as Australia's naughtiest home videos, which brought animal sex tapes to the mainstream, and Chances, a high-quality television drama on which Game of Thrones was actually based. When it comes to journalism, Nine is proudly independent, with the slogan of its newspapers being Independent Always. The chair of Nine Entertainment is, of course... Former Liberal Party Treasurer Peter Costello, while the Nine Network's political editor is uh, coal lobbyist Chris Ullman. In 2018, the Nine Network joined together with Fairfax newspapers to create Nine Entertainment. Described at the time as a merger of equals, it was completely equal and that Fairfax got to keep everything except its name, management, independence and ethos. In addition to owning the longest running television network in Australia, Nine was famous for such quality content as The Cricket, which is now on 7, The Voice, which is now also on 7, Australian Survivor, which is now on 10, The Sunday Program, which it axed, and of course, The Mick Molloy Show. Nine runs a number of tabloid newspapers, such as the Sydney Morning Herald which trades in outing celebrities to drive traffic to its websites and promoting a long-running pyramid marketing scheme, also known as the Sydney Property Market. Its key assets are Channel 9, Stan, Yage, and the Sydney Morning Herald and its key liabilities, well, its key liability is Bevan Shields. Moving on to Channel 7. Seven Group Holdings is a highly successful Tractor Supply Company, which also enjoys a side hustle distributing white nationalist propaganda uh, which naturally makes it the highest rating television network in Australia. Notable companies in Seven Group Holdings' portfolio includes Westrack, which supplies cat-branded tractors and equipment to mines, Boral, which supplies building materials across Australia, All Light Sykes, which supplies lighting and dewatering equipment to mines, SGH Energy, a gas company, uh, Beach Energy, another gas company, and Seven West Media, a media organisation that for some reason defends mining interests. Home to Australia's longest running drama, Home and Away, Channel 7 is also home to Australia's second longest running drama, Will Koshy Ever Stop Being a Condescending Dickhead? Most Australians are forced to watch Seven at some point during the year because of the many sports whose broadcast rights it holds. Including the AFL, cricket, Olympics, and the Melbourne Cup, the multi-billion-dollar investment in those rights pales in comparison to the amount that mining interests have saved in mining tax in the past decade. Seven Group Holdings key liability is David Kosh. Core cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. Moving now to the public broadcasters. Australia has two publicly owned media organisations, the ABC and SBS, which exist mainly to annoy Liberal Party senators and allow GetUp to raise money trying to save them at the time. Here at The Chaser, well, frankly, too many of us either work at the ABC, or want to work at the ABC to the point where we're not exactly going to come here and tell you that Bluey is just a rip off of Peppa Pig, that insiders should have been shot in the head years ago, or that moving QA to Thursday night was the stupidest programming decision of the past decade. Uh, we're just not going to say that. Sure, the, the Chaser was founded on the principle of biting the hand that feeds us, but, you know, it becomes more complicated when you're biting the hands that pay your mortgage. ...and deliver a comfortable middle-class existence to which you've grown accustomed. All decisions at the ABC and SBS are made with reference to what it would look like if it came out in Senate estimates. Moving to the independents now, the Guardian and the Saturday paper. Uh, In recent years, there have been a number of notable new entrants to the Australian media space in Australia... Uh, The Saturday paper is run by Schwartz Media and was initially founded as a life raft for Fairfax journalists. But since then, uh, reading it has become a way to virtue signal uh, that you're not a complete dickhead. In recent years, it has moved into original reporting and high-quality investigative journalism. It is therefore considered a niche publication in Australia. Also of note is The Guardian. Founded in England, it is ironically the most anti-colonialist of all the media in Australia, and it really, really, really wants you to know that. The publication is tediously correct about everything, including race, gender, class, climate, and not enjoying anything about the modern world. The Guardian rails against the power and influence of social media giants such as Facebook and Google, while mainly being funded through its deals with Google and Facebook. Oh, look, uh, I almost forgot, uh, Channel 10 also exists, doesn't it? In the 1990s and early 2000s, Channel 10 ran a highly profitable business model. Unlike 9 and 7, it decided it wouldn't try and appeal to all viewers and would instead only chase younger under-35s, which advertisers highly value. Then, sensing a shift in the media landscape, It changed strategy and decided it wouldn't try and appeal to any viewers at all. In this, it has been remarkably successful, even to the extent that it managed to go bankrupt in 2017. Since then, it has been taken over by US conglomerate ViacomCBS and is now a valuable asset in their television station portfolio. One of 28 television stations that they own, Channel 10 Australia has about the same amount of independent decision-making power as as CBS 2 Pittsburgh or or CBS 62 Detroit. Uh, Very, very powerful. Until recently, Channel 10 was home to Australia's longest-running soap opera Neighbours. However, the production ran into trouble after a Viacom executive in New York bothered to sit down and actually watch a whole episode, resulting in its immediate cancellation key assets uh, for Viacom CBS are of course CBS St Louis and CBS New York. Its key liabilities is of course Channel 10 Australia. Moving now to the radio companies. Uh, there's three main radio companies in Australia. SCA is of course home to the Hit Network and uh, Triple M and it is a charity that gives TV personalities a chance to get a taste of what it's like to have nobody listen to you. ARN owns Golden Kiss, including the Kyle and Jackie O Show, which proves that hate listening is a viable business model. And Nova is Lachlan Murdoch's greatest ever investment, is it true? And it is a testament to the fact that even a broken clock can be correct twice a day. And finally, let's have a look at the streaming platforms in Australia. Let's kick it off with Stan, uh, which is Australia's premier platform, for accessing content that's also available on other streaming services. Uh, Over at Amazon Prime Video, uh, that's the only service in Australia that is cross-subsidised by the immiseration of American warehouse workers. Um, Binge is, of course, the Foxtel streaming service. Its deal with HBO is set to expire next year, at which point it will be the only streaming content provider in Australia to not have any streaming content provide paramount plus uh, was of course recently set up to provide a way for users to pay for content that nobody watched when it was free on channel 10 netflix is of course the original streaming service and now also the worst ironically netflix which killed the dvd rental market nowadays only churns out made for dvd content and finally disney plus it's a it's a great service uh, with genius bosses uh, really, really great bosses who, who often acquire old media companies who, who have a lot of IP but, um, you know, not a lot of energy left in them. Um, and they pay them billions of dollars more than they're worth and uh, and and that's what they do. That's their business model. They, they acquire these IP for billions of dollars. So, you know, if, if Disney wants to give us a call at the Chaser that, um, you know, Keen to chat. The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. Anyway, uh, that's it. That's uh, The Chaser Guide to the Australian Media for Monday the 18th of July. Uh, We'll be back with a normal episode tomorrow, hopefully, unless everyone dies from their terrible sicknesses. I'm Charles Firth. Our gear is from Rode Microphone. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. See you tomorrow.